Hi, my name is Urban Hippie, and this is my first recording, and this is my first podcast, and what I'm talking about in my podcast is homelessness. Um, I experienced homelessness, and it wasn't, I'm not going to glorify homelessness, at least that's not what I'm trying to do, and I'm not going to glorify the lifestyle that I had when I was homeless. But I'm bringing to light what homeless was to me and how God played a big part of it, how my upbringing played a big part of it, and how the people I met and my husband I met helped me get through it. I became homeless through an injury of a job and I don't blame it on the job completely for being homeless because to me all my life, most of my life, I was couch surfing anyways but didn't see it that way. But um, due to a job injury and workers comp being the way it is, they really give a shit about you. Your parts are a piece of uh, our money. Every limb of yours is worth a certain amount of money. And since the place that I worked is a big company. I really don't see people winning their cases and they try to blame it on those that stole money from workers comp to say they weren't really sick. But I'm really sick. (laughs) I really am experiencing pain through my injury and I didn't win a dime but neither the place that and the attorney that I hired. If you don't know nothing about workers comp which would rather you didn't unless you're going to try to steal from them. Um, They really rip you off and the companies really don't give a shit about you. And I think that was the depressing part for me, that my job really didn't care that I was injured. And an employee injured me, not a patient, because I worked for a drug and alcohol and mental institution. And a patient wasn't the one that injured me. It was an employee who should have been a mental patient. Uh, My experience with homelessness was um, quite fascinating, to be honest. I had to make a choice while I was homeless, Um, observing the people, observing how they lived, how they were, and then finding people that were patients of mine when I worked in the hospital was odd, and um, for me at the time, because I grew up middle class, but when you're homeless, you could get stuck, and I was trying to go to school at the time because my education would be free to re-educate myself for another job. But seeing my injury and even the things that I could do without even thinking about it were quite hard and I think that has played a big part in my depression. But I don't like taking pills. I've tried pills and pills is not the way to go. I do use cannabis um, and it helps me more, but there's side effects to that too. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> and so uh, I can only use a little and it does help with pain. Naproxen has side effects that I use that, that are harmful to my stomach and I feel I feel what it's doing to my stomach and I don't want really to care for it. So I'll use a little bit of marijuana, Mary Jane, whatever you want to call it. And um, what brought that to light 
was my husband. And um, and these podcasts, you're not supposed to glorify anything as far as, at the time, it was illegal. <laughs> and he was selling it. And um, he was homeless, but I thought he was the type of homeless that I was. It's temporary, you know. But as we got to know each other and when we got married, I finally realized that he was stuck. And he didn't want to get out. I worked to get um, housing and he had to sign some paperwork and he didn't want to sign it. Because when you sign paperwork to live somewhere or when you sign your name on a dotted line to get an apartment or anything, you have to go by the rules of where you live. And I've always been raised with rules whether I followed them or not, you know. Most of them I did. And with him, his upbringing was, you know, I do what I want, I do what I want. So uh, it was difficult. And I could see that I was doing harm to him because he thought he, this is all he could do. And he was so smart. My husband passed away last year and we were together 14 years, friends, and then we got married. And I don't think God wanted us to get married, but I really loved him. I thought he was fascinating. I thought I was in a movie, to be honest. When I married him, well, when I met him, I thought after I got to know him and we were living on the streets together before I got housing, I thought we were in a movie. And that's what my po my podcasts are going to be about, homelessness. Now, I don't know everything about homelessness because although I was there a long time, probably 10 years I was homeless with him, um, he really sheltered me. I felt like a princess and I always wanted to be a hippie and homeless in California in the summer is rather if you have someone like him that wants to shelter you from all the harm around you because there is harm around you I'd hear stories not stories I hear from the girls themselves what they have to go through if they're by themselves on the street Okay, I see how couples would be together and then they always had a sidekick on the side if something wasn't working out with that person they'd usually go to the other per male in the threesome you know, now, I don't know if they all slept together but I just know that it seemed like the girls had two men to help them out and um, my husband had friends I didn't feel comfortable going to another one after my husband died. I just, I've never been able to do that, date a friend. Now I've dated brothers before and that didn't work out too well for me. But um, after experiencing that, to me, a friend that's close to my husband is like his brother. And he had one or two maybe, but I only knew of one. And um, I just couldn't do that because I knew the girl that he was with. and didn't seem cool to me. But anyway, um, that's what my podcast will be about. It's homelessness and what they're experiencing now with COVID and how I don't see many sick. Now they have a place where you can live and a lot of them, a lot of them with a, um, pre-existing conditions 
did come down with COVID, so I hear, and passed away. But the homeless people on the street, they're not getting COVID as you would think for being huddled in places and scattered in places or huddled, huddled in motels together, you know, to get COVID. I really don't believe in this pandemic, to be honest. I don't believe in the vaccine. And um, that's just me because I thought it was a Christian thing. But no, there's a lot of Christians getting the vaccine. And although I disagree and see it's a gateway, like they call marijuana the gateway drug, um, the vaccine is a gateway for them to know that you can be put in a situation where it's it's to be around your family. That's what I see with people I know, that if it comes to being with their family, then they'll get the vaccine. Don't get me wrong, I love my family, but I don't see me getting the vaccine to be with them. All I worried about when they got the vaccine that I found out that a lot of them did, is I worry about the side effects, but still the vaccine is not for me. And if they don't want me to come over because I don't have it, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It, it does not. I think it would hurt my feelings if they just didn't want me to come over, period, without the vaccine or with the vaccine. And um, I don't, I'm not really that close to my family. At one time I was, but I'm not that close to my family. And although I love them dearly, I don't see me getting the vaccine to be with them or to be with nieces and nephews. All I can do is pray for them. Pray for them that they don't get any side effects if they did get it. And I'm curious about which ones, and I do research on them, and that's it. But all this is in regards to homelessness for me and what the homelessness are experiencing um, with this pandemic because they were already struggling. I remember talking to one girl, and two days a week they would have to either panhandle for food or go without if they don't know how to panhandle. And believe me, I tried panhandling, um, and it's not easy, and it's not something I would want to do. I'm sure if I had to, I would do it, but I was in a situation where I didn't have to, but I tried it to see if I could. I came across a friend that I made on the streets, and he gave me a dog. Well, I asked the gentleman I was with at the time, which is, wasn't my husband at the time, but became my husband, and he said homeless people shouldn't have dogs, and I didn't understand that because I'm not from the streets, and I don't understand how the homeless live, but after you get to know them and being on the other side of the fence where I helped drug addicts. I mean, I dated one before, a crackhead, and, um, you know, and I'm not going to be um, correct on the words I use. I'm going to use the language that I use, and if you like it, you like it, and you don't, you don't. You don't have to listen to me. But I dated a crackhead, <laughs> and uh, first I thought he was just an alcoholic, and this is how stupid I was. I thought recovery meant you were recovered, but come to find out, it's not. <laughs> the alcohol led to drugs, and then after crack, then he started using meth, and, you know, we, you could say we were homeless, 
with his other previous boyfriend. And, uh, but I didn't see it that way because I was working. So I could get hotels, motels, and get me a place. But I chose to be with him. So we stayed in a motel. But if you continue listening to me in these podcasts, this is probably going to be my testimony because out of all this I have put myself through, and I'm not saying my parents are perfect, but I am saying that they did put me in a school where I could learn about God and I could know right from wrong from how they raised me. And I chose to do wrong. <laughs> I wanted to be that gal that flies by the seat of her pants. And um, hippie, living free, just like my husband, I do what I want. But Lot is bad. And I'm not going to say his upbringing, I don't want to put his mom down. But for her being his real mom... I don't know if I call that love. And my mom, being not my real mom, I was brought up with love? I don't know. I don't want to put any parents down. But all I know is that I can't blame my parents for anything because they raised me right and they put God in my life. And I see the difference between his raising and mine our upbringings. So this is Herb Hippie signing out. Au revoir. Until we meet again.